Hello, Trappers, and welcome back to the Trap NBA Podcast Season 4 Preseason. My name is Gianni Miko, and it's great to be back in the lab with the lads tonight. It's been a while, but we're back here. Unfortunately, one of our members are missing, Rocky Edwards, but he is uh, traveling, so he's the second traveler of us all, but he's not with us tonight. However, we are moving forward because there's been plenty of news surrounding the NBA for preseason has begun. Now, before we get into that great news and topics that we have prepared for you guys, to the left of me, please introduce yourself. Hello, guys. It's good to be back. It's Vincent here. <laughs> great to hear from you, Vincent. That was yeah. perfect, mate. Mate, it's, <laughs> oh, it's been too long. It has. I, I completely agree. But um, it's good to see your face, mate. It's even though I see yours. you every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, to the right. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Lamont. Hey, Jan. Welcome, Lamont. Good to see you again, mate. You and too, mate. Coming in straight from Germany live. Well, at least might not be live for you guys, but live for us. It's just yes. a self-fluence. You can say my name, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, Lewis, that's my name, as I'm sure everyone's aware by now. Yeah, I had to commit with it because I didn't do it with Vincent. So I tried <laughs> yeah, to do it with all three of us. But that's yeah, all right. Today, on today's app. That's a new thing we're bringing in season four, is it? Yeah, I know. We're, we're taking risks. Taking risks. So down, I think we. Right? I think it's. I think it's. I think it's time to take some risks with the Trap NBA podcast. Fellas. I agree. Hence the names. But <laughs> season four, fourth season, fellas. <laughs> I know it's mental. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, seriously, it is. Like we've been around this long. So no, I agree, man. Good. We started this what twenty sixteen. We did. It's fresh out of yep. high school, you know, gleary-eyed at the world. <laughs> Still full of hope. hope. Full of hope. <laughs> but Still no, yeah. full of hope. <laughs> Still, Still full, full of hope. hope. That's good. No, of course. Um, yeah. A non-for-profit organization. <laughs> Still a non-profit organization. Uh, but look, that's all right. We'll, there's big things coming for us in 2020, I reckon. I reckon uh, 2020 is Traps Year, mate. I do. Already. Fourth year in a row, we are saying that, but uh, let's go. Let's no, mate, big positivity. things coming. Big things coming, I tell you. Big sure. things coming. And as the big things coming for us, there are definitely big things coming for the NBA. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Like we said, um, the official season hasn't begun yet, but preseason has. And just before that, we've got a couple of topics. And the first thing I guess we can discuss tonight um, is Markel Fultz. Um, as we all are aware of him, but Markel, um, as stated pleasantly by Lewis here, Markel has quiet, uh, quietly had a successful off-season. Um, he's had praise from former NBA player Karan Butler and most recently Tracy McGrady. On Sunday, he made his longer way to return to the court uh, with a somewhat impressive stat, at least from what we're usually expecting of Markel Fultz of past. He had six points, um, just below, I guess, average shooting percentage on 37%. Two rebounds, four assists, even though he had four turnovers. But with this being said, we're seeing him back out there. Um, and yeah, and uh, and tweet sent out by Dave Dufour. Um, he's saying, I'm buying Mal- Markel Fultz stock. That's been upvoted 266 times. Um, could be more at this current time. So guys, what do we think? Um, do we buy into Markel Fultz stock or not? Not this early on. Um, it is only preseason, but I will say that it's good to see that Markel uh, is at least coming off the right foot this season, um, which is hard to say for his last couple 
small live seasons, I'd, I guess. Um, but I think, you know, it, it, it makes me uh, think that it's it was, uh, I guess... Mm, for better, you know, for lack of a better term, it was a blessing in disguise for him to go to, to Orlando because I think in a big organization like Philadelphia, he wasn't really going to get the opportunity to work on his game. Um, I think being overshadowed by all stars like Joel Embiid, uh, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and now with Al Horford, um, I mean, even with the bench that they got. He just wouldn't have had the opportunity to build in his game, and I think he's really taken the time this off season, and and hopefully he'll take that opportunity this season to improve on his game. And it's a it's it's a make or break for him. Yeah, it really is because this is the time now to prove that he he wasn't a bust coming off number one pick. Um, so he needs to he's got a lot to prove to the to the whole organization, but. Um, I think it's good for the Magic to pick him up, and I think it's good for him to be in the Magic. So I, I see it as a win-win situation in my eyes. Okay, excellent. So you feel like um, <clears throat> the pressure that he had in Philly being the number one pick, the injury that he had, and like you said, the talent that Philly already had while he was injured, he had so much to live up to that you know it was, I guess, too high of a ceiling for him to reach after sustaining that injury and that weird thing that was going on with him. Yeah. I can definitely see what you mean. Lewis, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I agree with Lamont. I think that, like coming into Philadelphia, obviously the fact that they traded up to get him as well, because we got to remember Boston had that number one pick yep. uh, in that, uh, was it 2017 draft, yes. I think it was. And they also traded down to get Jason Tatum, and we know the story. But um, the fact that he had to come in there and it was sort of like a uh, – Maybe not a win now situation in Philadelphia, but certainly a wearing contention situation. And maybe they expected too much of him. I, I look, I don't know, because you got to remember he only played like, well, just over 10 games in that season. Yeah. Uh, well, I think season. I think the expectation of a, like a first, like number one pick overall, you know, at least that. Um, coupled with the picks that they already had with Philly. Like you said, like the culture was being built, and I guess you can say has been built when he came in. Um, uh, yeah, and I mean, like, you, you sort of wonder what the what's, like the, what the situation for him was like in Philadelphia in terms of, like, because, like, he's just gone Orlando, and in preseason he's already out there playing, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And it's almost like Philadelphia was hesitant to play him, which again plays into the whole storyline of his mental, you know, mental confidence. Yeah. And it probably wasn't the greatest idea um, in his rookie season towards the end where he was playing. He was playing in the playoffs, yet he wasn't playing great or anything. But when they went and played Boston in the second round, Jason Tatum, the guy who pretty much they traded each other for, was out there scoring, you know, 20-plus a game, almost leading the Celtics to a, you know, at least leading the Celtics to an Eastern Conference Finals contention. Yeah. And um, Markel was sitting at the end of the bench. Like, that would that would screw with your confidence. That would screw with your head. And, oh, for sure. You know, um Basketball, as we all know, is a game of confidence. You know, you got to be confident out there. That's that's what makes a a good basketball player, not just I, in the NBA, but across all facets. So, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, it's good. He he said in the off season that 
his goal was to come back and play in the preseason, and he played in game one. And, I mean, yeah, look, six points, two rebounds, four assists, you know, matching level of turnovers isn't a great stat line, but it's a stat line. And that's yeah. something we haven't seen from Markel in, in a while. Yeah. So, so yeah. So do you buy? And you know, he Mark- looked good. He, I mean, I mean, he did. He, I ca- he came out and competed. He, oh, he I mean, he had that really promise. nice baseline drive and a fadeaway jump shot. I mean, it looked good. Yeah. yeah. So, Lewis, are you buying into Marco Fultstock? It's it's too early. I mean, it's, it's preseason game one of the Orlando Orlando Magic. So, yeah. I mean, we've seen this from Marco before. I mean, we've seen him in his rookie year drop a triple double, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, here he comes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but was... yeah, and then nothing happened out of that. So I mean, it, it, it's it's tough. I mean, I, I'm confident in Markel Fultz if he can stay on the court and and further develop. But I mean, from what everyone's been saying, and Karan Butler, Tracy McGrady, he's Orlando Magic teammates. Mm. They've all been saying that he's looking really good, and and Orlando even they um they like uh was they didn't opt in, but they. They picked up his term for next year, so he's he's at least there for another season and next. So yeah. well, it looks like I mean, it looks like they've got his back and yeah. he's got support from the team, and I think that's what he was lacking in know, Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, for sure. So the, yeah. yeah, this this really is, and I think we all can agree on this. Like his kind of last opportunity to really make that you know make a name for himself. Oh well, I it's mean, not necessarily his last. He's still what like twenty one years old. Yeah, he's young. He's still yeah. young. Yeah, he's, yeah. but the, the, these next two years, yeah. Yeah. This next two years. So, right, so, uh, yeah. Do you have anything more, more to add, Vince? No, I think we've pretty much summed it up. I'm just looking forward to seeing him back on the court, being healthy and competing and see where he takes himself. Yeah, I, I see that as the main thing. And I think we all um, lightly touched on it when we were just talking now. It's just to see him out there. So um, I'm, ex- I'm excited personally to see him play a little <laughs> bit more. Um, like you said, Lewis, he's you know driving hard to the lane. He's doing a couple of turnarounds. So to see his confidence hopefully improve, um, I really believe that will translate into his on-court performance. Um, I mean, and and to to further put it, like the Magic don't really have any point guards. I mean, DJ Augustine, yeah, is their starting point guard, and then after that, what Michael Carter Williams? I mean, there's a place for him in Orlando, you know? Uh, yeah, for sure. True. So our expectations, I guess, while we're here for the Magic. What do you think the where do you think they're gonna be? Um One more nuances, aren't you a magic fan? <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm a magic fan. Um well they started well, I mean we gotta we gotta you know, they made the playoffs last season, they they took the Raptors to five games, you know, yeah. DJ Augustine hit that game I, Like I don't shot. I don't think for me, like obviously championship this season. Obviously, no, obviously be, that's, that's way overblown. But I think um, the question next is minute whether, Yeah, I think the question is whether they they make the playoffs again this season. That's that's yeah, that's kind that of where the they're at. Um, because they they did just get in last season, and uh, you guys remember it was tight between that fifth and ninth spot in the Eastern Conference. And yeah, was, very tight. Um, so I think they went forty two forty or something like that last year, and, and that's probably where they're going to sit around this year. There's no reason why they can't achieve that again. Um, but I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I hope they make the playoffs again this year. I think it'd be good for them. Too? The pressure will definitely be greater this year. I think it's pretty yeah. pretty silly that we don't think they're not going to make the playoffs. I think, I they're, think they're going to make the playoffs. playoffs. Absolutely, they've got the same, almost the same lineup as last year. They they are the most like maybe besides the Bucks, it's still the most consistent team from last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like well rounded. They really. 
plus like what well, Alfred Aminu for some odd reason they signed him. <laughs> and I mean, too, you got to remember that like teams like the Hornets that no longer have like a Kemba Walker as well. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that the Hornets are the worst team in the league. Yeah, the well, the worst yeah, that that'll ease up to, uh, towards the bottom of the Eastern Conference as well. So to make it a little bit of a lighter journey uh, for the Magic to get into top eight. Yeah, I but, think they're yeah. there. I, I would lock them in for a playoff spot. Who who do you think is the better team of Florida? Them or the Heat? Oh, uh, them. I think Magic at the moment because Miami. I would me, take the Magic too. Yeah. I yeah. think Miami's still unproven, but I think um, if we do on paper, then Miami obviously because they got Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Right? I don't know. I think paper. Jimmy Butler. But from what I expect from both of these <clears throat> teams, the Magic are proven, and I'm fully sided with that. Um, the Magic. I, I, I think the Magic until team. the Heat prove themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a magic of the way. I mean, last season they had a really good defensive efficiency. They had one of the uh, towards the end of the season they 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 went on that really good run. I think if we can all remember, and they really sort of I don't know they weren't they were sort of a surprise team. And I think if they can they can further build on that to yeah, you know, yeah build extra, that continue to build the culture that they're kind of creating there or at least wanting think, to create. I mean, they've got young guys like Aaron Gordon who's still improving, Jonathan Isaac who, yeah. you know, can still improve. Yeah, for um, sure. They signed um, Vucevic to that big deal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Mo Bamba's still there. He's a young guy. They, they, I mean, Marco Fultz we've talked about. I mean, they got the young guys along with the, you know, the, the veterans like Terrence Ross who can get hot as we've seen. I mean, I think they have a pretty pretty good team and they can certainly... I reckon they can sneak up to that sixth, even fifth spot in the Eastern Conference. Um, mm. I think defensively they're going to be fantastic. And mm. I mean, if these young guys, if one of them can really set themselves as, a, as an offensive threat, like maybe Aaron Gordon or, or um, you know... Um, I mean, I don't want to say Jonathan Isaac, but if, you know... <laughs> One of these guys can help Vooch with you know the scoring load. I think then yeah, I think that they're, they're definitely in Got a, really good uh, a top a top six team in the Eastern Conference. Um, Agreed. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I would sure. say they're probably going to push like forty five wins this season. Yeah, dude. So you think they'll be better than they were last season? Yeah, I think they should be. Yeah. I mean, with the the way the Eastern Conference looks at the moment, uh, it's pretty weak. Um, they true. also play more of their games I mean their their conference is weak as they got the what do they got the Hawks the Wizards the Hornets and the Heat in their in their division so I mean <laughs> that's a pretty easy division really they should they should maybe even win that division to be honest fair enough I guess we'll so, find out eh? oh yeah there's, think, there's still a lot of mysteries but yeah. Abso- absolutely yeah. oh for sure um, well, uh, I mean you can rule out you can rule out the Wizards and the Hornets yeah. they're, they're not <laughs> And then what the heat? Uh, we've all sort of somewhat agreed that they're better than the heat. And I mean, the, I mean, they're not gonna. The Hawks aren't gonna win the division either. I mean, they're just too young and unproven. So I think, I think by all means, the Atlanta Magic win their division. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can so. definitely see that. I think we're all kind of in agreement with that to a degree. Um, I guess another notable storyline from that game, um, as Orlando played San Antonio, uh, Dejounte Murray. He he made his uh, return after season off due to his injury that he occurred. What, what was again? It was really bad. Was it a break or a tear? His ACL. He tore his ACL. Yeah, tore his ACL, yeah, because yeah, I was thinking broke his leg or something. But no. Yeah, so he made his return and um, he finished with 11 points, four rebounds, four assists, two steals. So it was really good to see him, another player that we hadn't seen all year, 
um, really come back and I guess assert himself. He shot just below 50% from the field. So mm. um, he made, re- made an impact in that game. Uh, I guess, how would you view, I guess, on a broader spectrum, because he's a part of San Antonio, and I feel like, you know, be San Antonio is one of those teams, especially this offseason, that no one's really paying much attention to. So what would you view a successful season? for the Spurs, Vincent? A successful season. Yeah, because they've still got DeMar DeRozan. I guess if Murray comes back, he... No, Paddy... Would Paddy Mills still be the starting point guard? And I guess Murray no, would be... Murray should be, I guess. Yeah. I, either way, you've got those two up top. You know, you still got LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan. Um, both can... Even though Aldridge is getting a bit up there in age, but he's still productive. Um, and Rudy Gay, I'm pretty sure, is he he's shipped... Yeah, Rudy Gay's still there. Yeah, so you still got a decent starting five that can compete. You got Derek White, who proved himself in last year's playoffs. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, what? Have, how, how do you think the season could go, Vince? Or what would you say would be a successful season for San Antonio? Um, I would say successful contention coming into, you know, playoffs. And they're a consistent team through and through. Yeah. Um, more or less, in my opinion, <laughs> more of the... Uh, more boring kind of playing teams in the NBA, I guess, because they're such a classic style of basketball. Well, yeah, um, it play like I think, yeah, it plays into that Spurs culture. You know, the, you know, it's fundamental. It's all fundamental. We kind of know what to expect from them. You know, but um, where where did they land last season? Uh, seventh. They were seventh. Yeah. Or seventh seed. Yeah. yeah, I can definitely see them doing the same. If not more, um, considering if they're going to keep up the same momentum, um, they've got a decent starting lineup with their starting five, so yeah. I can see them doing really well. Interesting. What about you, Docs? Um, they'll certainly have to fight for it again, a, a playoff spot in the Western Conference this year. Um, you got to keep in mind, so like Lakers didn't even make the playoffs last year, and they did. Yeah. So there's a spot that you've got to you got to put in there, and you yeah. got to account for because I think. I think it's you, you can almost put bet money on it now that the Lakers are going to make the playoffs this year. Um, so you take out a spot there. Well, what team do you take out of that top eight last year? I don't know. It, again, it comes down to their consistency throughout the season, and sure. they certainly have the, the guns to do it. Um, they are a strong team overall. So, look, they can do it. They yeah. just they just got to be consistent through the season and, and win the games that they should win. Do you think um, they'll have a better season this year opposed to last? Just very, like, I guess, oh. early. Because I, you it, think about the Clippers as well. Yeah. You know, they're stronger. And they made it last year. Like you were saying, picking, like, teams off that top eight. Yeah. In order for San Antonio to get it. So, I, I think we can all agree on that the Thunder are probably the team that wouldn't make it yeah. this this mm-hmm. season. Obviously, they lost Westbrook and, and, uh, and Paul, Paul George. George. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they still have a good team, so who yeah. knows? I mean, anything can happen. I, I'm not saying they're, you know, bottom of the barrel in the, in the Western Conference or anything. I mean, they still have a great team, but who knows what, what happens with Chris Paul? Yeah. He might, you know, he might only be there for half a season. So I think if you had to pick a team, that would be the team that would, uh, I think the only team that would drop out of the, the top eight. The top eight, yeah. Because, you, yeah. you know, the, I think I think it would be silly to believe that the Warriors aren't going to be in the top eight. Oh, of course. oh, yeah, they'll be there. I think Denver is one of the best teams in the league, so they're definitely there. Portland, again, they're always there. They're going to be there. 
they won 53 games last season. Yeah. Uh, made some, uh, you know, appropriate changes to their roster this season. So I think they're there. Houston, obviously. Yeah, Utah, Utah got better. Yeah. Utah got better. San Antonio maybe is that other team along with Oklahoma City Definitely. that fall out. I mean, and we all know the Clippers are going to be there as well. So, <clears throat> I mean, they're probably the two teams, Oklahoma City and San Antonio, that fall out. And it would be a bit of a shame if San Antonio didn't didn't make the uh, the postseason this year because of the fact they would have the uh, what would be the longest streak in history of making the postseason of yes. like twenty two years or something like that. So, yeah, it could. I mean, it, it would could be come to an end this year. It would be pretty disappointing if it came to an end this year when they could set the record. But I mean, yeah, you you look at the other teams who might who might make the in the playoffs. I mean, the Lakers. I mean, yes, they're probably going to be there. Yeah, you can rule out the Grizzlies. You can rule out maybe the Wolves, the Kings, probably. The, well, the Kings the came very close, but they kind of they obviously dropped the ball. I mean, towards they the weren't end close. They were they were nine games behind. You know, forty eight wins, which got the Clippers in. They won thirty nine. So yeah. maybe yes, they were a bit close, but I mean, nine games is is a lot of wins to make up. Yeah. In, a, in a season, so I think I don't think the King the Kings make it, um, especially after the off season they had. It was a bit weird. Um, the Pelicans are are a bit of a sexy team at the moment, yeah. uh, and and <laughs> Dallas as well, obviously with you know Kristoff coming back and, and Luke and being Luka. there. Yeah. So I mean, I would I would take my chances with the Spurs over over the Kings, the yeah. Pelicans, and the Mavs. So well, I, I still think they make the playoffs. Yeah, I think out of all those teams you just mentioned, the Spurs, I, I guess their core unit, have more time under their belt than, I guess, um, I'd say maybe the Kings' time up there. But just in terms of talent and knowing your personnel for the time that you've been with them all would be kind of San Antonio. And the system that they have there could give them that edge. But yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I guess the only, the only problem they have is the, you know, the shooting... Which yeah. I mean was which was an issue last season, but they still made the playoffs exactly comfortably. You know, the forty-eight wins is is comfortably winning, uh, or not winning, or yeah, winning forty-eight wins is a successful season. So yeah, definitely, I mean, uh, I would say the San Antonio Spurs make the make the playoffs. I mean, maybe by like the the skin of their teeth, they might get in there, but I still think that they uh, they get in there for sure. Yeah. So well, it really adds into this upcoming season, um, which. Is in what two weeks? Seventh, yeah, just over two weeks. Twenty third, oh. it begins, right? Oh, two yeah, weeks. I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, so the amount of storylines heading in, and just the amount of, I guess, star talent spread throughout. How? Because we're not. What's a little bit crazy to me, and I can't believe basically a year has gone by, is that we're not talking about how dominant the Warriors are going to be heading into this season. You know, um, obviously, a lot of focus has been shifted to Los Angeles, mm. um, but so many teams have bolstered their uh, lineups a bit more. Obviously, a couple teams have had a weird off season, but heading in, like it's not the Warriors are at the top and everyone's chasing for them. You know, now we're kind of thinking of the Clippers, the but as you said before, Lewis, that sexy team. Like, obviously, the Clippers and uh, New Orleans; those are the two headlines, and I think the two most mentioned, but. A team like Denver, and I think a team like Milwaukee, like those teams who 
played phenomenally last year. They're to need to be considered as well. But um, yeah, the 76ers. It's, it's, uh, even seventy sixes as well. It's it's not the as seventy sixes could win the whole thing. They have a phenomenal team. Exactly, and that they, that really plays into it. I'm I'm not sure if you guys agree or not, but. Yeah, like heading the into process, the season. Man. The process. The process. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming together, isn't it? Um, yeah, so um, we also had a couple of other games in the preseason that we've seen so far. Uh, a couple of India um, games that happened, I think, that went over there. I, I remember I saw this lady, the presenter. I'm not sure if you guys... She had 46 million followers. Yes, I did see that as well. <laughs> it's Priyanka. Uh, What's her name? Priyanka. I, I can't remember her name, which what? is a bit bad. She's uh, dating uh, dating Nick Jonas. No, they're married, dude. Are they actually? Uh, well, yeah. excuse me. Well, I, I don't know. They had like we, we that, came up with an EU. We need an EGOS <laughs> trap. Like <that> massive <laughs> fucking wedding. Trap. But 46 million people. That's mental. I know. But you got to remember that India is a huge place. It is. Overpopulated. Fuck, so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean... Half of India probably follows her, dude. So, yeah, I mean... Probably. It was good, it was I good to see. see. Well, like, I was like... Go on. I was on Instagram, and I was like... I was like, who the hell is this, this woman? <laughs> and I looked <laughs> on her Instagram, and she had 46 million. Oh, I was like, what? How have I never heard of this woman? But I... I don't even... Must... Do you think she... She obviously wouldn't have control over that account. Uh, yeah, why not? No, no of course... Well, I, I think I, obviously she has control over her own account, but she's but got th- people th- managing it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because no, uh, um, really, yeah, anyway. it'd be. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't know what that type of thing. Would be anyway, it's good to yeah. see the NBA have a presence in India. Exactly. It was good to see, you know, a lot. I did see some footage as well of um, uh, Indian um, like basketball uh, leagues, like. Um, the younger children yeah. actually had basketball teams over there, which I wasn't aware of. I didn't think basketball had a presence. Um, well, it, t- it, it ties into the NBA going a bit more global. A bit and, global, um, yeah. But it was good yeah. to see, and it's good to see the sport spreading. I and agree. good to see all those people involved in those games and, you know... It, yeah, bring back Simbula. <laughs> 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 well, I don't know what happened to uh, him, but... <laughs> but it's just interesting he made, to, a, he made a Netflix documentary and that was the end of it, really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, God, I remember that. But it's, yeah, anyway, uh, it's just so interesting to see how the NBA is expanding and becoming a world game. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do, even yeah. there, do you, any thoughts on that, Doc? Symbol. Just how the games gets progressing? No, nah, man. Yeah. Not at all. Just to... Just, uh, Throw in, you got the Toronto Raptors and uh, who else is playing? They're playing in Japan today. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I was trying to tie in with that before was you know seeing Houston and LA and a couple other teams play there. Like it's like and then ties back into the NBA going global. Um, but yeah, so who who Japan? Who was today? Sorry, Lord? Japan is uh, Houston and Toronto. Houston and Toronto. So getting a little close to China for old Houston, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, shaking in their boots, but uh, I mean. I, I want to throw in, so I mean, okay, Australia, yes, is very far away from India still. still 13 hours flight, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, Vincent, you've been to Japan. How long did it take you on a, on a flight to get to Japan? From, uh, from... It was about nine, nine hours. Nine hours. Oh, six nine hours. Nine hours. No, nine hours. Six hours. Nine hours. Right, nine let's, hours. let's keep the middle and say <laughs> hours, right? It was nine hours. Eight. Nine hours. Okay. So does it annoy you that we only got a friendly game between Team USA? Absolutely fucking. Sorry. 
Man, you're def- pretty it's... you're pretty passionate about this. <laughs> well, I am passionate because I get I get where Lewis is trying to go with it. Yeah, it does annoy me a little bit because, uh, understandably, Japan's got the 2020 Olympics, and you know, they're we could have had more here, absolutely, That's than just Australians a. We're always complaining. <laughs> well, then what? We I'm just saying because you know that was a running storyline with uh, talking about what was it Eddie Howe Marvel Stadium. Yeah, uh, the, the seating. Oh, the seating. Yeah. Yeah. No, I see that. Was good. Regardless of it that, was. regardless of Melbourne, <laughs> having NBA teams yeah. come over to Australia, even if it was one game, absolutely, I'm annoyed that Japan's, you know, gotten a, a game against, you know, what Houston and um, Toronto, which we could have yeah, easily managed. Yeah, I um, mean. And their decision I think, making, um, I don't know where it's leading. I don't know why. I don't know. What well, are your I thoughts? Mean, what, what, why choose Japan as, you know, population? Again? Well, population. yeah. It's business. It's money. India is huge, like I just said. Like, um, I mean, they. The one thing that I don't really understand. I mean, how there's two Japanese players in the NBA. Hachimura. Uh, right. And um, he plays for Memphis. I don't know his name, but um, but Japan, uh, India. I mean, that's to me. You know, that doesn't make sense. There's no besides Simbola who may have played one or two NBA games. It's a Sacramento. There's really no. Well, there's no. Is the, is the NBA even popular in India? Yeah, I, but I, it's. I don't know. Or is it just a thing of straight like? Okay, if we go to India, yes, it's a big market, and this is how we're gonna, this is how we're gonna keep earning more money and and bringing in more revenue if we go to India because it's so big in terms of a population scale. That's the that's the way I see it. Is, is Australia in, in a global context is only small, but well, the, what do we have? Hundred thousand people watch the games that we that's, got. That's exactly what, what you're gonna say. say. I think in theory is like I think we prove that if. A game would ever come to Australia. There'd be revenue on a consistent basis. Yes, of course it would. And if you look at the NBL, you just got to look at the league. India didn't have like what you said. Do they have a league or? They had. I was just. I was just mentioning the children, (laughs) (laughs) and it was good to see the children involved. Um, (laughs) Why are you watching (laughs) Indian children? No, it was just. It was just good to see. You know, they're enjoying a sport, that's all. But <laughs> anyway, let's move on from that. Well, I think you had something to add, LeBron. What did you want to say? No, I was just... I was probably going to say that, like... <laughs> NBA probably makes a lot of money from Australia as it is through, like, the streaming services yeah. that they've got already. So, they already make... Oh, hold on. Just to, just to interrupt you there, LeBron. Australia behind the US uh, is the biggest market for League Pass. There you go. The US comes first and then Australia second. So and I, I think that whether, proves whether our merit to stats. get more. Because the well, probably... Right. I don't know whether they're looking at their stats. You know what? I'm angry. I'm angry. <laughs> probably I'm the problem is, is though, Australia is that in Japan, right? <laughs> What are the what is what's Japan numbers for League Pass? So they, are they even allowed League Pass? That's the thing. Is League oh, Pass? Whoa. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But some things are region locked. Some America things you can't access in certain countries. That's the thing, though. Like I know, I know in China, like they can't access yeah, some yeah, sites like that. True, I don't know yeah. if it's the same in Japan. It may or may not be. 
But the yeah. thing is, though, is that it might be... It's kind of like the same as when Hollywood Hollywood releases a movie and they release it to the international yes. market. Yeah. A big-time Hollywood movie makes half its money from international markets. So there's obviously a lot of money to make in those Asian countries such as Japan, China, oh, or Hong sure. Kong, wherever 100%. it is. So it's probably be- actually a did better financial... China and Hong Kong in the same sentence? I did. It's probably <laughs> a better financial situation for them to go play in Japan. Like, sure, ben they could Australia. come over here and sure, 100,000 people will show up to a game but I think what they're probably trying to do is actually draw in more new fans they know they've already got fans here because uh, based on the numbers from League Pass yeah. They're just you know, trying to I draw agree. new people. Yeah, still, but I agree. I don't know. They are, they're trying to draw a new casual fans. It's, a, it's right. a business dynamic, and it's got to Absolutely. change. It's always got to be fluid. It can't you, just, you know, rest on its. Now, in saying that, stats. I want a fucking NBA end game <laughs> in Australia I right agree. now. But that's what we deserve. Do, do you guys believe we're getting closer to it though? I feel like yeah, every year yeah. we are yeah, progressing we are. closer. Well. It's got to happen Look, sooner or later. SBS got the NBA, so <laughs> they do. But that's a that's a big yeah. step, though. And that's yeah. a big ESPN, step towards it. ESPN is televising more in NBL games. NBL well. games, yeah. You know, um, and I think we're getting a, a even though, like, I guess Lamelo Ball played for who did he play for again? Illawarra. 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 Yeah. Um, we're getting a couple more, I guess, famous names running through, I guess, the veins of our league, but. More household names. Yeah, no, not oh, ha- like before well, we, we got, know it. We got lots of European internationals. Yeah. We got lots of uh, Spanish and like Brazilian players like, as well. Even on a European aspect, you, you we're bitching and complaining that they come to Australia. I mean, they go to London what once a year, just London. Yeah. Then they go to you know, not to say you know Germany just because I'm here, but Germany's <laughs> the most populated populated country in all of Europe. And, and I mean, you know, you had Dirk Nowitzki, you have you know more Mo Wagner. You're I coming mean, back. I'm sure. Wagner. <laughs> you love your Dennis, Wagner. Dennis you know, you have Schroeder Dennis Schroeder in there. I mean, you have German yeah. uh, heritage in the NBA, but yet again, they're like, nah, you know what? Money. Germany, yeah, just man. no. Or oh. not even Germany. It could be, what's another, you know, oh, France. France is yeah. huge. They just won the fucking World Cup. <laughs> No, they didn't. Sorry, they came third. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, to to wrap this topic up. Spain won the World Cup. Yeah, Spain. Spain. It was Spain and Argentina, but it's fine. (laughs) Maybe the whole point is, though, is that NBA should uh, look to play in more international markets then. And I think they will. I think to to conclude... um, uh, our talkings here. I believe that before you know it, Australia will be getting more games. But it would have been nice this year to have a you know oh, just more, more one than just an exhibition game, just to, one game. Yeah, back to Lewis's yeah, point. Yeah, was, Team USA come to Australia. Yeah, it was fun to like. I I was over the moon to see it. We witnessed history. Yeah, we did. We First time Australia's beat USA. No. And we now we, we could say that. Through. Now we just oh, went a little I mean, bit. We would have beat him in the World Cup anyway if we played him. Yeah. So. We would have. No, you're right, Louis. Hundred percent, man. <laughs> we did. I'm still mad that we didn't 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 uh, get a medal. That's fine. Yeah. Is you know is. what? Did you guys hear about the old uh, Paddy Mills not making the uh, FIBA FIBA five the five best players? I did hear did that you know? actually. Yeah. I didn't in, in four you know, months, I got a conspiracy. I'm putting my Tim Louis conspiracies back. Okay. Okay. Right. I'm putting my tinfoil hat on. I think it official was season four. And complaining about the FIBA, like being cry. I mean, Andrew Berger had a big whinge about it. Luke Longley had a big whinge about it. The whole media had a big whinge about it. 
and FIBA was probably just like, no, fuck you. We're not putting Patty Mills in the in the top five. And apparently he was like, they told him he was going to be in that top five, and then he wasn't wasn't in it. So I mean, so what's the conspiracy? <laughs> that the FIBA was just like, you know what? Screw you for bitching and complaining. Yeah, fair enough. So they had a, they, they had a personal shut. vendetta against Australia. Yeah, you know what? I agree. I, I think I think they were out for blood. So the top officials were out for blood. Yeah, against He's Australia. the people's champion. Well, we, we should, He's the people's We top. should come together and... Link. No, I'm not going to suggest that. It doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> you could be correct. Well, I, I don't want to spread violence. So. Uh, <laughs> just just for future sponsorships, we'll just keep it neutral. As long as we've got the Star Bros behind us, we should be good. Oh. But yeah, no, I, that is a very interesting topic that we brought up. I think um, even though this season hasn't begun yet and we're kind of just in our pre-season phase and it might be a little bit much of a stretch to talk about next season, I think by next season we will maybe get one more game than say just an exhibition game in terms of NBA's preseason. That's my prediction okay. least, um, for next year. It's possible. Yes, it is possible. Probably um, not going to happen, but it's possible. Probably not going to happen. Now, quickly before we get into Shake or Slap, which will be our final segment for tonight. I was just wondering, we haven't really developed much, but just off the top of our heads, if we have any one player, one team, one storyline that we're most looking forward to heading Already into the season. It, Vince, kick us off, mate. Wait, Mr. What are you... Mr. D. Rose, mate. Mr. D. Rose oh, in Detroit. God. I was, I was half expecting that. Come on. Derek Rose, Detroit, that lineup, him starting point guard. He proved himself starting point guard in Timberwolves. Too strong. I'm, e- yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm ex- I, I am extremely me. excited to see him at least just prove himself again. He's a people's champion, man. Yeah. Everyone loves D Rose. <laughs> D Rose. Right. I pre I ordered I pre ordered his damn autobiography. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. You, dude. I like this. Yeah, they also blasted him on his Instagram account as well. Yeah, but <laughs> anyway, on a serious note though, I you know um, I think I read somewhere like Blake Griffin's behind him. He's really excited to see him starting a point. Yeah. He proved his stats last season. I'm his story even over I'm, the last couple of seasons. Well, the last couple of seasons, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm just. Keen to see him do well. I like it. He's, he's been in my. I agree for yeah, sure. He deserves it. Um, and look, that whole starting lineup have a very good potential in um, playoffs, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where they land. Really. Yeah. But yeah, D Rose. Good nice. on you, man. On you, man. <laughs> Keep up right, the good that's work. Your most look forward storyline. I like it. All right, Docs, mate. Off the top of your head, what are you most looking forward to this season? Ben Simmons hitting the three. <laughs> Let's do I like it. that one. Yeah. Let's do it. Nah, it's yes. all hype. This <laughs> <laughs> is fake news. It's all that summertime hype. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Did, look- did, doesn't he have like a new um, jump shot? Not, not like a new jump shot. He's just tweaked it. It's a just new release. New release. <laughs> new release. Okay. <laughs> Hall of Fame quick draw. Have we seen him hit this summer in the off season? I've seen six, seven. I've, yeah. I've seen him hit like yeah, couple. But they've been oh, in succession. Oh, he's going to hit the three ball. <laughs> he did seven this offseason. He said if he's open, he's taken it. And that's all he can really ask. Oh, how well, many, how many attempts? See, that's better than what he was doing by not taking it or, you know. Well, it, I think his first three was technically a half-court shot, so. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty <laughs> sure all of them were in his first year. Yeah. No, not the one he pulled up on LeBron, so. Oh, no, he, his foot was probably in the line. Anyway. Anyway, how back many to attempts? Lamont. Yeah. 
How many Look. attempts do you think Ben Simmons will take? Attempts? Yeah. Maybe like... Ah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Maybe like 18... 18, 18 and we expected <laughs> per game. Three. No, I'm talking, sorry, sorry. Per game, per game, per game. I thought you meant the whole entire season. No, not the whole entire season. How many, How many attempts? How many oh, attempts he'll take like probably like two. Two, two per game. Yeah. Well, that equals what? That equals more than fucking 18. <laughs> yeah. No, it probably equals like, what is it? Well, 82 by 2. 164. <laughs> but that's attempts to... Oh, for I, sure. 18. 18. 100,000. <laughs> I mean, like the thing is, right, is that I don't expect Ben Simmons to be going out and shooting like threes, 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 threes. Oh, no yeah, one definitely. does. That's the thing. But he promises. <laughs> he, yeah, but he says he'll take it in his, if he's open. And for sure. I don't know. How often is he going to be open? Well, if if he's going by that and the team's... Pretty open. Team, yeah, he'll he's be pretty open. Look, anyway, he's a great prospect. They've, he's proved it in his, you know, what? He's the highest paid... Australian athlete now, for sure. Um, there's merit to his game, and he's you know him and Joel Embiid, they they're going to be a power couple. Man. Well, they already are a power couple, and if he can have the if he can stretch the floor and add a decent or respectable three point shot, then their dynamics going to be interesting. So well. exciting to watch. So ben, ben Simmons takes two a game and hits eighteen on the season. He's going to be <laughs> shooting nine percent on the year. So I would suggest Mate, ben could be the case. Who knows? 9%, mate. That's, that's, that's Hall of Fame. Oh, you got you to correlate it between the wins and his three-point attempts. Anyway, Lewis, to you, my friend. What are you most looking forward to this season? I mean, it's really thrown a uh, bit of a spanner in the works with this yeah, one. Uh, give me... What? Who's the first coach to be fired? I'm interested to see who okay. gets the... Jeez. Um, no, I'm asking you first, Lewis. <laughs> Do you know an answer, Vince? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Do you know <laughs> oh man, that's a, that's a tough one. This one, um, give me. I'm pretty sure he said Frank. You know Vogel what? His... Before you flew away, <laughs> yeah, you did. I was, you, I was did. you know, it's on the tip of my tongue did. to say Frank Vogel. It is on the tip of my tongue to say, "Oh, Frankie boy." Yeah. But uh, give me Frank Vogel. <laughs> nah, give me Scotty Brooks of the Washington Wizards. I'll okay. just get rid of him. Yeah, prob- probably. Yeah. Fair I mean, enough. he's just gonna be one of those bad teams that just. So that's the thing that's you're most looking forward to. <laughs> Scotty Brooks get by. See ya, Scotty. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, Scotty. Good that's on you, good enough. on you, Lewis. No, I mean, no, probably not. No, I, I mean, let's let's try to think of something you know not as cliche as all. Oh, you know, Anthony Davis and LeBron James playing together. Oh, uh, give, they're yeah, looking so. pretty good together. Yeah, they are. Jeez. Who's next to Data Kardashian? Who's next? <laughs> okay. Well, Jeez. Aren't they? We didn't. Who who was the most recent Kardashian to? Um, uh, Chloe well, and um, no, it wasn't Chloe. You you just spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, Lewis. Oh no, wasn't yeah, it Ben Kendall. Simmons? It was Ben Simmons. Kendall, and, that's right. Oh uh, yeah, in the yeah. chat, mate. Who Kendall was it then? Looking up with the old, uh, Kuzma, wasn't it? Or what? Oh, yeah, that's right. Who was? Well, Kendall. Wouldn't, wouldn't one of them? Kendall have to... looking up with Kuzma. <laughs> I think so. It's too many K's. Jeez, I don't like his haircut. Oh, he's got he's color, he's, Good he's on him. back to black. Again. I know, but oh, I thought it wasn't. Simon Boozma. Yes, Boozma. I, thought that, I thought that was a great um, yeah, Boozma, mate. <laughs> I thought that was a really good. Um, <laughs> I think that was a really good signing. Pumas. <laughs> would anyway, you no, would no, you no. Bu- would you get some Pumas? No, no, no. 
Would you would get, get some, some pumas? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't? They're, they're great. They look awesome. I'm going to grab a pair. What about performance-wise? I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out once I buy them. All For right. me, personally, looking forward to this season. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really looking forward to Trey, seeing Trey Young and how he develops this season. Okay. Uh, I was he's, he's one player that's on my radar because, um, yeah, I was scrolling across just his highlights from last season and I really enjoyed watching him play. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to see how that Atlanta dynamic continues to grow. So, One of the uh, most exciting duos is uh, Trey Young and uh, John Collins. Exactly. Um, mm. I, I agree with that. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Obviously, the big storylines, I'm very looking forward to LeBron and uh, getting along with AD. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how it all goes, I guess. But... Now that we've all shared what we're most looking forward to, which is great. Scotty okay, Brooks, man. For that. <laughs> Scotty Brooks getting fined. Let's move on to our final segment of the night, which is our shake or slap. Now, this is uh, obviously a fan favorite, and um, we're ringing it back this season <laughs> to no surprise. Um, first one. So, quickly, sorry. I should introduce actually what we do for our new time listeners. We put out topics or, I guess, statements and... Once we've read it, you either agree or disagree. Now, if you agree, you shake. If you disagree, you slap. Simple. So, for our first topic <laughs> today... <laughs> now I understand. Pippen doesn't think the Clippers are quite Simple. ready to right. win the NBA championship. Scott, I'll repeat that again. Scotty Pippen doesn't think the Clippers are quite ready to win the NBA championship. Shake or slap? Is that right? That is right. Lamont, what do you think, mate? Shake. Shake? Yeah. Why so? Um, look, I know Kawhi Leonard just joined a team and just won a championship within the first year of joining that team, but you're now working with Paul George and you're working in a completely different organization. So I think it'll take a little bit of time to, to work with this team. And there's already a founded team there too. Like you already had the, I guess, the, the culture in, in within Clippers, like you've got Lou Williams there as well. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's established players there is what I'm saying. Um, I guess compared to a little bit different situation with the Raptors, but I think it'll just take a little bit of time for this team to work together. I have no doubt though that this will be a really good team once yeah. they once they mesh, uh, mesh together, together. Chemistry wise, yeah. Well, I I think um, quickly to your point with that uh, a certain similar situation um, would be like I guess that Boston. I'm gonna call it the Boston effect. You know where to me. In the playoffs prior to Kyrie coming, where Jason Tatum had to step up, Jalen Brown had to step up, Marcus Smart had to step up, everybody had to step up, and they kind of built something when they took it to Cleveland. There was no complacency there. Yeah, they obviously just missed out on going to the finals. And then riding off that, and that I I feel like they really developed a culture, like you said, with the Clippers. Kyrie coming in, you know, what was to be expected on paper was to go even further than it did last year. But obviously, it didn't turn out. There's a lot of chemistry issues. Um, I'm not saying that um, Kawhi and Kyrie are similar people, but I think a closer concern uh, could be something similar to that, where it might not straight away be that chemistry mesh. We'll just have to see. So I can see why um, uh, you could shake with Scottie Pippen. So and I think, Vincent, what, what, what do you think? No, shake I, or slap? I absolutely shake with this as well. And um, to add the both of your points um i think it is going to be more difficult for Kawhi to fit himself into more that. difficult 
Okay. Well, a little bit more difficult to fit himself into that team dynamic. Yeah. And see how, you know, the ball movement's going to work, um, you know, with that team. And I just think... I agree with Scotty Pippen. I think it's going to take a little bit time for them. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit more time for them to mold. You know, I think no. yeah, absolutely. Their um, assets have proven themselves. All right, Kawhi Leonard yeah. has proven himself. Okay. Um, but to agree with your point on you know the Boston effect, no. I think it. I think no. it has a possibility of taking them a little bit more time to um, mold as a team. So do you? you know? But do you think they're ready to win an NBA championship? I don't think this season they're ready oh, to win it. So you're slapping I'm, yeah. Okay. Slapping. Uh, Lewis, Gianni, you, 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 Gianni, you've got the fire underneath you, mate. I need to hear you. Gianni. I need to hear you. What do you think, mate? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I really okay. Look, uh, I, I, to me... Um, in terms I, of, sorry, you go. Okay. In terms of this Boston effect, we gotta we got to think that the players on Boston at that time were young. You're talking about Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, uh, Terry Rozier, who obviously all had uh, something to prove. You know, they all had that thing to prove. We're talking about the Clippers who have Patrick Beverly, who's all about winning. Montrez Harrow is all about winning. Um, Lou Williams, who I agree, is also all Lou, about winning. Yeah. They're all veterans. They've all been in the league for a long time. The Boston team was young. They were inexperienced. They, they, and Kyrie Irving is, is, is a... In all, you know, what it seems like is a bit of a dick. And Kawhi Leonard, I mean, and if you want to compare it to last season, he was only in Toronto for one year, and nothing after that was guaranteed with that team. Yeah. But yet they still won the NBA championship. He's in, he's signed with Clippers for three years. Mm. There's that sense of he's locked in here. And Paul George is exactly the same. He's got another two or something years on his contract. So it's not like they have the, the overshadowing loom of, oh, what's he going to do next year? What's he going to do next year? Is he going to be here next year? That, that The whole thing that happened with Kevin Durant and the Warriors last season was, what's he going to do in the offseason? And that played on the team. Whereas now, you know, most of their guys in the Clippers are locked in. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think they're a, a veteran team experience and and a, and a guys who are about winning. And Kawhi Leonard, we're, we're talking about him like, like he's... I mean, besides the San Antonio thing, really, I mean, has really had no track record of being a bad teammate or anything. So so do you shake or slap with uh, Scotty Pippen's comments? I, I slap this. I think the, I think the, the Clippers are, 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 should be the favourites to win the NBA Finals. Yeah. Yeah. I they're, think, they're I think the they favourites this season to the win favorites. the NBA Finals. Yeah. Well, I think they should remain that. I think not thinking that they are quite ready I mean they're very ready to win the championship I think they'll be ready eventually but do you reckon this season they're ready to yeah, go all the I'm way saying, okay. yeah I mean I mean you look at this team it's it's that team could be one of the best defensive teams we've ever seen and then they got two guys who could score at least 25 on any given night yeah. who are two of the best perimeter defenders in the league yes. they have Patrick Beverly who could be you know uh, a, a defense player of the year if it just didn't go to big men you know what I mean I mean this team is Scary good. They have Lou Williams who can come off the bench and give you what? What do you have? Fifty points off the bench yeah. or something like that in the playoffs. I mean, this team is good. Yeah, Doc cool. Rivers, he's been there. He's won the championship. Mm. I mean, Dude, yeah, no, I Lewis, <laughs> I I agree. Like I I slap for me personally. I slap with these comments. Um, all to basically a boiled down version of what you stated. Um, you know, like you said, I just think 
for the devil's advocate to a degree, sometimes, like I called it the Boston effect, that you can have those issues. But for me personally, I see them, they are ready to win an NBA championship this year. Um, yeah, but I, it's the so, are. So they're going to come from, uh, what was it, 10th? Last Ten, season. They, made the they made the playoffs. They were in the eighth. Were they? Yeah. Yeah, they, and they took come. the goals. Yeah, they took eight seed, to yeah. six. They took so without never they got, mind. They got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Look, this team, if anything, is built to win an NBA championship. That's with everyone that they've got. Um, but we will see as <clears> time comes on whether you know. I think we've got a fifty-fifty split, so we'll see how we go. Uh, on to the next, DeAndre we'll Ayton. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Lockie's not here, but we've got uh, <laughs> Phoenix. Phoenix topic coming up. I'm definitely shooting the three this year. Sorry, that's in quotes. <laughs> Not me personally. This is what DeAndre Aiden said. <laughs> um, wait, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for the question. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, guys, <laughs> shake your slide. What the hell? Just having a few technical difficulties. Please be with us. I don't know what I'm asking. Oh, okay, so DeAndre Aiden, I'm definitely shooting the three oh, this year. Last season was oh, uh, was okay, so zero four from the three. Correct. Do you shake or slap that, that he will improve this stat? Correct. Okay. Yes. Right. Sorry, Joe. In the show notes, no, you're right. There really wasn't really a question to ask. There was just statements. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Well, that's what Shake and Slap is. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, God. no. DeAndre Aiden, I'm definitely shooting the three this year. Shake or Slap, will he improve the three point percentage? <laughs> well, look. Uh, look let's, just, let's rephrase this question. Should we think DeAndre Aiden should take the three? Okay, yes, I like that. Shake or Slap? <laughs> slap. I think Shake. he should just stick to his role, stick to his guns. Look, that's great. He wants to run more. He wants to push the ball more off the rebound but I think this gives him a better opportunity to enable the other players that he's got um, in playing his position to you know get that rebound and maybe offload for a three but him wanting to take the opportunity to shoot more go for goal <laughs> you can you can have a goal <laughs> that's fine um, but I, I don't know I I don't well, see it. So, are you, are you saying you have a problem with a, a guy trying to improve his game? No, I don't have a problem with trying to improve it. I'm all for him trying to improve it. But in terms of if he's going to go inside the paint or is he going to take a mid-range or is he going to take a three, I don't know. The I thing s- is, I right? Slap, I slap the... Yeah. Is that, like, yeah, he should take the three, right? But the thing is, he shouldn't be the one to take the three. Like, he's on a team with Ricky Rubio now. They've got Devin Booker. Like, there's no need for him to be that that big three shooter. Yeah. I mean, he only took four shots last season. He's probably only going to take ten, if that, this season. That's all I'm going to see from him. He yeah. might make two, might make three, might make more. <laughs> yeah. but I, want, I want to see him succeed. I want, I want to see, see him make, make the one, three. One at least, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. But he's not going to take, like, you know, like four attempts a game by any means, you know? No, he'll take one. He'll take once in a blue moon. Well, 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 I don't know. I mean, I got a deal with Speddy, and I said $50 on the trap chart if DeAndre Aiden shoots over 30% from three this season. Really? Wow. Oh. Wow. Okay. 
So if he shoots over thirty percent, Lockie puts fifty bucks in, or you put fifty. So Lock, so Lockie has to put fifty in if he does shoot over thirty percent. If he doesn't shoot over fifty, yeah, thirty percent. So no, he, so, so Lewis just said if he does shoot over thirty percent, Lockie <laughs> will put in fifty bucks. Oh, so Lockie bet against DeAndre Aiden, Aiden shooting thirty. Did you bet against DeAndre Aiden or Lockie? Look. <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be a hundred dollars. Mate, this is exciting news. We could be fifty bucks richer at the trap, mate. I need to clarify these terms. <laughs> it is exciting, but boys, man, we don't do the bets here. I mean, um... <laughs> so this guy, this guy is going to go from zero percent to thirty percent in one season. Hey, in one why season, not? why not? Over thirty percent was hey, was the bet. What is he? Seven? What is he? Seven foot? What, seven one? Seven foot? But he only shot four threes. I understand that. Thirty yeah. percent like, could be like he makes three from four look, the whole entire season. That's true. That's the thing. He's so uh, you have, you have he's essentially shot as many threes as Ben. I think this has opened up a can about. of worms here. Like it has obviously, opened up a can obviously of worms. the game of NBA, the dynamic is changing. Yes, there's more of those three point shots. Well, that it has changed. It has changed. Point, okay. um, you know, dominantly, it has changed for sure. <laughs> and a lot of big men, you know, they're. I guess wanting to step up to the role and change their game and improve their game, that's fantastic. So I guess Again, it's, nah, it's, a, it's a weird question because I kind of actually shake on it as well because I do want to see him improve and I do want to see big men changing their dynamic in the way they play. And if they can get that offload ball and you know if they're free, take the shot and sink it, that'll make the game a lot more exciting to watch. So I think this is an easy one that like we all should we well this is my opinion. Daddy, we you all, even read the question. No, I'm so saying we all shake on. him definitely taking the 3 this year. Yeah. I think Okay, I think there, we all can agree. Should, yeah, we shake yeah, there on. There shouldn't it. be any argument against <laughs> him not shooting the 3. We're not trying to discriminate <laughs> here. But um oh. in terms of I think what he's trying to put forward <laughs> <laughs> you know in his statement it made it it made it seem like I think he's wanting to be more three dominant in his game. Well, I need the full full statement, full context. That's the thing. You could take the statement well, out. The he's going to take at least yeah, four threes. This, yeah. Look, the question was ambiguous at the start anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> DeAndre ain't excited to shoot the three ball. Play power forward when needed. All right. When needed. A better question is D-Rose MVP this year. Fan, absolutely. 100%. He said, I wanted to... Uh, here's the quote. Yeah. Quote, unquote. I wanted to run more. I wanted to push the ball more off the rebound and just really shoot that three ball. Yeah. Aiden said, smiling. And then, well, yes. look, he can do it. I believe in him. He should do it. I agree. And I think on that, he said, day. "I want to shoot that three ball. I need that. I need that." Yes. Well, look, I expect him definitely to have more than four attempts this season. He'll have six now. Yeah. Well, yeah. time will tell. You know. Well, um, what in on that note? What do you think the potential of the Suns, you know, overall, since we're on the topic, is going to look like? Is 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 Spetty going to have a good year this year? <laughs> Poor old Spetty. Better than last season. <laughs> You'd hope so. Yeah, that's um, probably rock bottom last well, season. To mm. me, they're already better. Than, they've already they've got a point guard, which they seem to never trade for, yeah. or never seem to have like a solid point guard. You can argue that Ricky Rubio, Rubio is a solid point guard. Yeah. Um, so now that that takes more pressure off uh, Devin Booker having to run everything essentially, or the more lack of experienced guys who have had to step up in that point guard position, I think Rubio will bring a little bit more level-headedness to the offense. 
Yeah. And will allow DeAndre Aiden to shoot more threes. Um, there'll be more drives and you know a couple more kick counts. Um, and yeah, so I expect them to be better than they were last season. Definitely. Cool. <coughs> Who's worse? The New York Knicks or the Phoenix Suns? Oh, Knicks. 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 Who's worse? The Phoenix Suns or the Washington Wizards? Washington Wizards. Oh. Oh, well, I, yeah. don't I don't know uh, about that. I think because they yeah. still got Bradley Bill. I yeah, I remember they still got Bradley Bill. But well, it depends how long they have Bradley Bill. But yeah, it's true. No, as a franchise, I just think I think the Wizards are in a lot more trouble than the Suns. At least the Suns tried I, to make moves last year. At least they attained Ricky Rubio. Like, what have the Wizards done? Just sat on their asses. Well, Rubio is not like he's, <laughs> Rubio is still like career thirty percent. From three. $50. But the thing is, <laughs> he's, a, he's a point guard, and something that they haven't had, and what feels like they've at least they've at least done. Match. What I'm saying is, they've at least done something. Yeah, Wizards yeah. have done nothing. Well, so like 2019, something. 2020, <laughs> Wizards or Suns? Fair enough. Yeah. Well, very interesting nah, topics I, and debates. The Hornets, the Hornets are probably going to be worse than the yeah. Suns. Uh, I don't know. Wait, you don't. You what think, you, what the, the Hornets. Hornets the Hornets, 100%. Uh, the, oh, uh, I've got to say this nicely. Hornets or Cavs? <laughs> or Cavs. <laughs> Cavs. Cavs yeah, that's what I mean. They're not They're not the worst of the worst. Like, they got no. Terry Rozier now. Like, it's not the worst. Oh, like, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> come on. Terry Rozier. Nah, you know, come you know, on. Quickly, um, to add something else, I'm one who I'm really looking forward to see play again Kevin Love. Hey, yeah. you know what? That he's man, a good-looking man. He is a good-looking man. His Instagram is hot flash. I tell you. I yeah. mean, Dude, seriously, really? he has been I on know, so right? many spiritual trips. He is posting, watching Al Pacino movies left, right, and center. Like, <laughs> how good's Al Pacino? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's that? Wyoming or something? I would love to meet Kevin Love. Yeah, he's the type of player you'd sit down and have a beer with. You know. He is. You know what? Screw me, LeBron. Give me Kevin Love. No, give me LeBron. <laughs> no, I agree. I'd I'd like to see. Well, you're Love. probably not wrong, man. Like, I feel like it'd be a bit awkward sitting down having a beer with LeBron because okay. it's a hey, bit. Man, who but no, no, no. Seriously, yeah, like, because it's man, a bit, man. it's a bit superficial. But sitting down with, Ke- I could imagine myself sitting down and having a beer with Kevin Love. You know what I mean? Like, just having a general. Chat Are you just about basing life. that on status? Because Kevin Love still a no, not even player. status. Like, just personality wise. Like, I just feel like I. I'd find it a bit easier to LeBron sit down. So you're saying you're not going to sit down with yeah, LeBron? I'm not saying Tuesdays. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that I wouldn't meet LeBron James. I'm just saying like Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Kevin Love just seems like a cool dude. He's a he dude. Does. No, I He's a dude. No, oh, man, Taco Tuesdays and with LeBron, man, I'd love that. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> oh, anyway. Did what you try to get that trademark and it failed or something? Yeah, yeah. he did. Actually, have you seen LeBron's Sprite ad? It's hilarious. Well, but that's from years ago, isn't uh-huh. it? The, the new one where he's telling you, I wouldn't tell you to drink this. I have this. a feeling that's, that's, that came out. I haven't seen that. No. Well, <laughs> we could review it on next episode. We could. Yeah. And I think to, to wrap this episode up, even though we've, we've had many lovely debates here. And, it's uh, great to be back. It is. I think, yeah, just talking with you guys right now, it is fantastic to be back in the chair. Um, fingers, not fingers crossed. I am basically assured that Lockie will be here, which would be good to get him back in. And we'll have yeah. a complete well, uh, you know, on a note, Lockie is in Singapore at the moment, yeah, but yeah. he will be back um, come Wednesday, and he will be back in future episodes. And you know, look forward to more content. Yes, um, yes. And we look forward to bringing you the best in the NBA. That's right. Big year for the Trap Boys. <laughs> Big year, I'm telling trap. you. Yep. you. 20, trap 2020. Big year. Don't worry Big about year. Japan 2020. Trap 2020. That's right. Absolutely. You bet. Here.
Hey, hey. Alright, guys. All right. Signing off. You. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Sign off. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, see ya. See ya. <laughs>